spanning the globe, at least on the internet, to bring you the constant variety of baseball, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. Welcome to In the Bullpen with Mark Dewey, sponsored by Developing Contenders Ministries. You're listening to the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Thank you for joining us. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. If you are older, you may recognize the title of this week's episode in the words of my introduction are hearkening back to an extremely popular sports program from decades ago. And I thought it was appropriate, given the fact that the World Baseball Classic is going on as I speak. It began with 20 teams from around the world, and soon it will be whittled down to eight. We have been able to experience the human drama of baseball competition. We have done so in Taiwan and Japan. It is still ongoing in Florida and Arizona. And maybe this can help get us into this episode of In the Bullpen. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. Now, some of you, if you're up there in years like I am, are going to remember that very, very vividly. And also, I think what you will remember very, very vividly is for years and years, after you heard the words, the agony of defeat, you watched again and again the ski jumper flying through the air and then landing and crashing. And and that was famous or infamous for a very, very long time. But moving on to what we're talking about now, which is the wide world of baseball, in case you missed it, of course, this epi- this podcast drops every Monday at noon Eastern, but last week, Tuesday evening, there was a special edition of In the Bullpen. And it was an edition that was coming out, that did come out just a matter of hours before the first game was played in the World Baseball Classic. If you haven't listened to that episode, I would encourage you to do so. I had as my guest a good dear friend of mine, David Nilsson. And David Nilsson, who played for Australia in the World Baseball Classic back in 2006, now manages the team. And so I need to begin this episode by looking at what Australia did in the World Baseball Classic. And though they were not the first game in the World Baseball Classic, they were the second game. And they were the first game in Pool Play B, which took place in Tokyo, Japan. Baseball on the global stage, taking center stage at the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan for the 2023 World Baseball Classic. Pool B kicks off with Australia and Korea from this iconic and special venue in sport. Very special venue, very important game for Australia. Before this tournament started, people would have said coming out of Pool Play B would be Japan and South Korea. 
So Australia opened up with a team that, again, according to the people that would be in the know, Australia was not the favorite. South Korea was. And Australia was trailing 3-2 to two after five innings. But then Team Australia scored three runs in the top of the seventh and three more in the top of the eighth. And it looked like they were going to cruise to victory. However, in the bottom of the eighth, Australian pitchers struggled. And they had five walks and a hit batter. And the score was 8-7. to It stayed 8-7 to into the bottom of the ninth. South Korea had the tying run on first base, two outs, and a 2-1 count. And then this happened. Amen Park, last out for Team Korea in this opener. And it's in the gap, you know Tommy Edmonds going to score. Tying run on first base, Edmund goes, Perkins throw down to second, in time! Team Australia stuns Korea to open Pool B. What a way for the game to end. South Korea was trying to get that runner in scoring position. A great throw by the Australian catcher. Game over. Australia with a huge win over South Korea. Well, they went on then to easily beat China in their second game. They lost to Japan. Japan easily cruised through this pool play going 4-0. But then yesterday, it started late last night, ended early this morning in the United States. Yesterday, they beat the Czech Republic 8-3. And that allows Australia to advance to the quarterfinals, the first time ever that Team Australia has done so in World Baseball Classic history. So some great highlights of a great friend of mine and of Team Australia. But there are and have been all sorts of tremendous highlights. But this one, I think, no matter what country you're from, this one has to rank toward the top. Mujic with a drive. Deep left field. It is gone. Mujic, magic, and the Czech Republic So that was the first game in history that the Czech Republic played in World Baseball Classic baseball tournament play. And that was a thrill of victory for them. They went on to win 8-5 to and the agony of defeat for China. But you see, the Czech Republic is filled. That baseball team is filled with firefighters and accountants and salesmen and teachers and the like. Now, they, that was the only game they won. But in their first ever tournament, their first ever game, they beat Team China. Now the atmosphere at these games, in all four of the venues, has been electric. Here are some sounds from all four cities that are or have been hosting pool play games.
as I mentioned, electric. Now, some of those audio clips were of fans reacting to the thrill of victory as the host team gave them something to cheer about. One of those clips was actually from Tokyo after Shohei Otani hit a three-run homer. But that kind of excitement and that kind of enthusiasm has been ongoing throughout this tournament. And it is, quite simply, for these fans, the thrill of being a part of this wonderful tournament. Wes Clements summed it up well, I believe, in a tweet that he put out either yesterday or the day before. He tweeted this, Just love the at WBC baseball game atmospheres, combining different cultures with equal fan passions and love for the best game in the world. There is nothing that matches playing for your country. I think that sums it up very, very well. It is the best game in the world. And you have all of these different countries, all of these different cultures, all of these passionate fan bases getting into this. Now, this is a good time to remind everybody of something. Actually, it's always a good time to remind people of this. Besides the love of baseball that all of these countries, their players, their fans have, besides the fact that these players and fans of the respective countries have a love for their country, there is something else that binds all of these countries together. That is true about all 20 of these countries, as well as every country that's not included in the World Baseball Classic. And that is that each of these 20 countries and every country is under the authority of King Jesus, who is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So as we watch these things, that's something we should remember at all times, like we should whenever we're watching baseball or doing anything else. As I mentioned, we're working toward a field of eight. We'll have that eight when the quarterfinal matchups are determined. Now, there was a game played already this morning. It started at 6 a.m. Eastern time. And in that game, which was the final game in pool play B, and that pool had already been settled, Japan as the number one seed, Australia as the number two seed, but this morning, South Korea and China played the final game in pool play B. And South Korea beat China 22-2 in five innings. And that broke a record. Canada tied it just a day or so ago, scoring 18 against Great Britain. The record had been held and was tied by Canada when Japan scored 18 against China in the inaugural 2006 World Baseball Classic Tournament. South Korea truly blew that out of the water, scoring 22 runs this morning against China. Now, Pool Play A had already been completed before today. And it ended, that was in Taiwan, it ended with a five-way tie. All five teams had a record of two and two. Through the tiebreaker system, Cuba is the number one rated team coming out of pool play A, and Italy, the number two team. By the way, Italy managed by Hall of Fame catcher Mike Piazza. So the quarterfinals in Tokyo, Japan are set. Game one, Australia versus Cuba. That will be on Wednesday. Game two, Japan versus Italy. That will be on Thursday. The winners of those games will advance going to Miami for the semifinals. But we still have to wait to see who is going to be in the quarterfinals in Miami. That's still to be determined. When that's determined, we do know this already. The quarterfinal games in Miami will be played Friday and Saturday. So we'll have a Wednesday, 
a Thursday, a Friday, and a Saturday game later this week, the winners of those games will advance to the semifinals. There are four more games to be played today in pool plays C and D, including the United States and Canada at 10 p.m. Eastern time. In pool play C, Mexico, I would have to say a, a significant upset, was beat in its opener by Colombia. Team USA won their first game, beating Great Britain. Last night, Mexico and USA faced one another. Long wait, runner goes, hit deep, left field, and gone! Manessis, 2-0 Mexico! The threat of a stolen base comes into play in the first inning. Rosarina had bluffed in this at bat, and you can see it was right out over the plate, about letter high, and Manessis hammers it into the seats in left. And he made a mistake to Manessis. Any pitcher, when you get to 30 pitches in an inning, can be troublesome. Drive to left, and deep, Tucker back, gone! Three-run shot, Mexico! Manessis again! Brady Singer, Joey Manensis, bat flip, three-run shot, 7-1 lead. Team Mexico went on to beat Team USA last night by the score of 11-5. Joey Manessis had those two home runs you just heard about. He was 3-for-5 with 5 RBI. And Randy Arozarena went 3-for-5 with 2 RBI. And he is hitting... 556 in the two games they have played. And he has demonstrated, a Rosarena that is, that he comes up big in big moments here in this tournament and what was it, two years ago in the postseason. In pool play D, which is in Miami, and I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but just a reminder, pool play C is in Phoenix. Pool play D in Miami has had something that, I, at least to me, came as a surprise. And I think to a lot of people, Venezuela has had two games. In their most recent game, they defeated Puerto Rico. In their first game, they beat the Dominican Republic, which is the first time in World Baseball Classic that Venezuela defeated the Dominican Republic. So Venezuela has already beaten what I would say would be two of the top three teams. Venezuela has to be in there. So they're sitting very, very pretty. As I mentioned, the quarterfinal that is coming up later this week is in Miami, and because C&D, the pool C&D, got started later, we still have games to be played before we determine that. After the quarterfinals, the semifinals will also be in Miami. They will be played Sunday, and then one week from today. And then the final game, the championship game, still in Miami, will be Tuesday, March the 21st. So even though we've got about nine days left, there is still a lot of baseball, still a lot of things to be determined as it regards the quarterfinals in Miami, and then, of course, who gets to the semis and ultimately to that championship game. So many, many things to enjoy for the next week plus as it regards the World Baseball Classic. Now, you may be wondering if I've forgotten that there is a whole lot of baseball taking place in Florida and Arizona that doesn't involve the World Baseball Classic. No, I haven't forgotten that. I recognize there are 30 Major League Baseball teams in spring training right now. And important things are happening in each of those spring training camps. So we have a lot to consider about that as well. 
but that's a conversation for another day. Join us next time for In the Bullpen on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Thank you for listening.